Welcome to the SkillsUSA podcast. Today we will be hearing from SkillsUSA Chief Diversity Officer, Dr. Ricardo Romanillos, and a student member, Grace Smith, from Elma High School in Washington State, who is the 2022-23 SkillsUSA National High School President. They will be talking about a new report called the SkillsUSA Advantage. The SkillsUSA Advantage highlights the importance of removing barriers and closing gaps to ensure that all potential members can participate in SkillsUSA. The source for the report and this podcast is the Career Interest Survey by the Student Research Foundation administered in the fall of 2021. Analysis was based on the responses of 27,686 CTE students in high school classrooms across the nation, and this was one of the first post-pandemic looks at students. The report highlights that SkillsUSA members nationwide experienced greater outcomes from participating in SkillsUSA, they're more excited about their education, and have clearer plans than their peers about a career or education plans after graduation from high school. This held true regardless of gender, race, ethnicity, or socioeconomic status. SkillsUSA state directors, advisors, and partners can download the report from the SkillsUSA press room. Welcome to the SkillsUSA Advantage session for our wonderful SkillsUSA advisors. And uh, today we are going to unpack uh, what is it about SkillsUSA that makes us so special and makes all the difference in students' lives as a CTSO. So we have a couple of uh, great experts and guests that are going to give us that knowledge. So we leave informed and ready to go to implement everything that SkillsUSA Advantage can do for us. Uh, we have Dr. Ricardo Romanios, our Chief Diversity Officer uh, today with us. And we have Grace Smith, our National Officer and SkillsUSA High School President that are joining us today. Um, so I'll give it over to you, Ricardo. I'll keep admitting advisors as we go, but just to tell you, we are so grateful to have you here and uh, to have the expertise today to make sure that our SkillsUSA advisors are ready to go. Very good, welcome everybody. And, and I certainly will introduce myself here in a second, but I wanna uh, pass it over to uh, Grace to let, uh, let Grace introduce themselves and and then uh, we'll jump in. Hello everyone. So my name is Grace Smith and I'm currently a senior at Alma High School in Washington State this year. Um, I'm studying in the early childhood education program and looking at pursuing my education next year at Western Washington University to dual major in behavioral neuroscience and communications. Had a blast this year and am super excited to continue to serve as our SkillsUSA National High School President. Very good, and very big thanks to Grace for joining us today uh, so that Grace can provide her perspective on this and certainly elaborate on all the things that we're gonna be talking about through the SkillsUSA Advantage Report. Um, and we're gonna get into a little bit more as to, to why and what we're modeling through that. But, uh, you know, I've, I've enjoyed very much preparing with Grace and working with Grace through the work group, the DI work group. So y'all are in for a treat very much today. Shelly uh, was planning on being here with us today to kick this off and kind of set the stage. Uh, but as life happens uh, on the road, technology did not work for us. And so um, no doubt she sends her regards and sends her thanks for you being here and taking the time today to learn a little bit more about SkillsUSA. Before we jump, or rather the Advantage Report, not SkillsUSA. I think before we jump into the content of the report and give you some of what's uh, being offered up in the report. And I've got my coffee here uh, with me. I think it's important to set some of the context as to why this is, I think a powerful new tool for you, for all of us as we start um, moving the ball forward in, in career and tech ed. Um, so I hope you see at the end of today's webinar, you come to see this as a really powerful um, tool for you to really start sharing more than you already do now, but more the powerful part of a CTE experience. This report is giving us some really clear data and really compelling data to share with folks that are not necessarily connected with SkillsUSA or not necessarily connected with um, the opportunity that is available through Career and Tech Ed. So this report really advances our understanding. 
so many of us have all these wonderful stories and Grace is going to share her story as we get into this, but we all have our stories of the impact that Skills USA has. This report gives us the data, gives us a national picture as to what's going on in Skills USA. And that really is a wonderful advancement in this. So I hope you see this at, by the end of today. How can you take that story, craft it for your context and start um, sharing it uh, with your folks. And so I think as Skills USA advisors, that's really what we hope out of this. How can you take this information, overlay your local story, and really start utilizing it to share with educational leadership, with parents in your community, with business partners, community-based organizations, those who are already connected with schools, use this resource and really start connecting um, people that don't know about career and tech ed, that don't know about Skills USA, and it'll, I think, uh, um, significantly amplify what we can do through that. So that's kind of what we're hoping for today. We have time at the end of our um, our webinar after we do some sharing to do some Q and A. Right, Carolina, we've got time for that, uh, and some other goodies that we're going to share at the end. You will leave today through an email after the fact, you will leave today with two resources, those reports, and you'll also leave with um, a PowerPoint deck that you can use and modify to suit your needs, okay? So with that, let's jump into um, the SkillsUSA Advantage report. So SkillsUSA worked uh, with the Student Research Foundation in 2021 and surveyed uh, many students to kind of get some information about career and tech ed and their experiences as part of a CTE classroom. This report tells us that when we look at Skills USA, uh, that look at Skills USA members, when we look across gender, we look across race, we look across socioeconomic status, the data tells us very clearly and, and in very nice terms that the outcomes are greatly advanced, are improved for students in a CTE classroom that are part of Skills USA, as opposed to students who are in a CTE classroom that are not in a CTSO. So that's what this report looks at. We look at student responses. There we go. We're looking at student responses and comparing those students who identified as a Skills USA member and those students who are in a CTE classroom but are not part of a CTSO. Those are our two groups here, and that's what we're looking at through this report. So I want you to know, importantly, that um, this data was collected in the fall of 2021. And the Student Research Foundation collected 27,000 responses. So this is a large subset, y'all. There's a lot of students that participated in this survey. Of that larger survey, then 1,600 students identified as Skills USA members. So this is, I feel, a representative um, sample of students. It's a large enough sample for us to do some of the comparative analysis that we're going to offer up. Um, and we also know that this sample is representative across regions of the U.S. Um, we've got every subset of the U.S. represented. So when we further break apart that sample, we also see representation across gender and race and ethnicity. I couch these terms with giving you some of this so that you feel comfortable in sharing this data. You know that this is pulling from a large data set. This isn't pulling from a sample of 30 students. This is something that we uh, feel confident in and certainly um, resonates with what other reports have shown in the past and what we know about Skills USA. So this report in the survey then asks students about their experience as a CTE student. And in the report, you're going to see kind of two 
fields of questioning. One of them is around career clarity. Career clarity asks students what their plans were upon graduation. And there were two markers in this. The one that we're going to look at a lot today is persistence. Essentially, they asked students, and this is reported out for 12th grade students, what was their intention upon graduation? Were they intending to persist and continue on in a career or further education that aligned with the CTE pathway they had been studying in their high school or their tech center? So you can imagine this is a rather high threshold. We're talking about 12th grade students now that have said, I'm going to go and get a career or I'm going to get a job. I'm going to go get a certificate in this pathway that I've been following for the last two, three, four years. That's that persistence threshold. Direction said, okay, if students said no, that they were not uh, planning to persist. Direction asked, did you at least have a clearer sense of your career pathway? So it's a, a little bit lower threshold. Do you feel like you have a, a clearer idea of where you're going? We're going to focus in today on persistence, but both of those data sets are in that report that you're going to be able to pull down. So if we know that you intend to pursue this career, maybe why is that? What's happening as a result of you participating in this CTE pathway, this CTE classroom? And so the Student Research Foundation worked with um, uh, several uh, professionals in the CTE uh, ecosystem, and this list of general outcomes were developed. So they went to these researchers, these educators, and they said, what would we want to see as a result of a student that has participated in, a, in this pipeline? And they came up with these general outcomes. A student feels more excited about school as a result of being in a CTE classroom. Or maybe they had firsthand work experience as a result of being in the CTE pathway. Or they're uh, more excited about their chosen career. So this report asks students to self-identify whether they uh, were more likely to feel this way, less likely to feel this way, um, and those reports were that those numbers were then um, tabulated. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's give you, let's dive into it. Let's talk about career clarity then. Skills USA members were almost two times more likely to report that they were planning to pursue a career in the CTE field that they were studying in high school upon graduation. What does that look like? So here's this first data that I want to offer up to you. In this green color, you see students that are identified as a SkillsUSA member. In the blue, you've got all students that are identified as a CTSO non-member. So they're in the CTE path, uh, pathway, but they're not part of a um, CTSO program. When we take those two groups and we um, put them next to each other, you start to see some big differences. Thus, the SkillsUSA advantage. What's that bump that we're seeing as a result of a student that has been a member of SkillsUSA within their CTE program? We're seeing that only 35% of students that aren't part of a CTSO are planning on persisting into a, um, that career field versus 63%. That's a big jump. That's a big difference that we're starting to see. And what we're going to see a little bit later on is that difference holds when we look at gender. That difference holds when we look at the socioeconomic status of the school. This is powerful information. And it continues what we know uh, from previous reports about the effect of being a SkillsUSA member, that our members continue on. They persist into that career field. Again, the skills, the direction threshold was a lot lower. Those were students that said, um, I may not be planning to persist into that career, but I have greater clarity on where I'm going. So you can see rightfully so that 
this is a larger subset of students. 90% of our students identify as having more clarity, which I think is a great, great outcome as a result of being in CTE. We also see that 74% of students that aren't part of CTSO also identify that. So we're seeing some nice outcomes. Well, why is that? That's where the Advantage Report then tries to untangle why. What are some of the things that are happening as a result of being in a CTE classroom that are leading to the outcomes that we get? And that's where we looked at those seven general outcomes, such as earning a license certificate. So when we look at the data, we, we look at the difference between those who identified as SkillsUSA members and those that identified as non-members, we see that students report far greater access to expanded opportunities in CTE and dramatically improved career readiness. So let's look at those data. Across the board, we see that when a, when a CTE student is a part of SkillsUSA, they're more likely to report that they've received these outcomes as compared to students that are not a part of a CTSO. If we look at work experience, we see 82% that were part of SkillsUSA had that outcome. They, they had work experience. They have the opportunity to meet potential employers. One that's important for me, and we're going to talk a little bit more about, is excitement about school. Excitement about school, for me, starts to elicit what we've been collecting as a, as a national network of schools, talking about at-risk, at-risk behavior. Are students more at risk or less at risk? We know that by connecting students to um, clubs, um, school experiences, we reduce at risk. And we're seeing that here. We see that students are more excited about school when they're a member of SkillsUSA. And that is a tremendous outcome. We've got schools all across the US implementing interventions purposely designed to increase engagement, increase excitement, increase connectedness in schools. What we're seeing here is that SkillsUSA does exactly that as well. So I want to invite Grace into the conversation because we want to talk about three of these. And, and we're going to offer up some more data here in a little bit where we, we disentangle this. But this idea of persistence, this idea of uh, excitement and clarity and work experience. Um, and so Grace, I wanna call you into the conversation and, and get your take on what we've been uh, discussing thus far. You know, you've been a part of SkillsUSA now for, for several years. You're a leader in the community. Um, when you look at this data and when you look at what we're talking about here, what's coming up for you? What have you experienced as a being a member of SkillsUSA? Yeah, so I feel like the biggest difference in my life, as I mentioned earlier, I'm studying in the early childhood education program, and that's definitely where I plan to graduate and then pursue my career in, but that started back in my freshman year, so I've been involved in CTE since my seventh grade year, but not necessarily CTSO until my freshman year, mm -hmm. and I walked into, we had a careers connection class that we all had to take. And I remember like on the first day of high school, they had us answer this question, which was the first time this question had ever been asked of me. And it was, Grace, how do you want to impact the world with the skills and passions that you already have? The question I'd been receiving like my whole life was, Grace, what do you want to be when you grow up? And that was so like narrow minded focus of like, you're going to have this career. This is going to be it. Mm -hmm. But in this class, we sent to spent a semester taking personal interest quizzes and then going over assessments of our own skills and then what we were like uniquely had passions for um 
And in that, I'm going to say, I know we have a lot of educators on the call, but I came to this sad realization that I really loved teaching um, and that I naturally had some gifts in that area. I say sad because I'm actually the daughter of two teachers. And my seventh grade year, I was told that teachers breed teachers. So stubbornly, I was like, no, I'm going to break that. Um, and that will not be my life story. So I was like, ah, darn. But uh, I decided that year to get more involved in our CTSOs and from there found some leadership positions. And again, those um, teaching skills and facilitation skills kept popping up. And I actually found a lot of passion and fulfillment in that. So from the gentle nudges of my advisors, I continued to pursue down that route. Um, and I've now spent the last three years doing some career research. And while I know I don't wanna be in the classroom as an actual educator, um, I wanna pursue higher education to understand the neural development of a child and then use that information to then educate our educators on how to best meet the needs of our students. And that all happened because I had those out of classroom experiences. Um, so I was a freshman at the start of COVID, which compared to a lot of my other students, they just ended up having online classes and kind of stayed very disengaged from school. And it's honestly, we're still seeing, even now as seniors, it's hard to get them re-engaged. But my freshman year, there was a group of seven of us students and we just happened to be in this careers class. And from there, our advisor kept us very engaged throughout the first three months of online. And then coming back my sophomore year, um, they had us take on some online chapter leadership roles and then still compete um, virtually. And I know that we now have become like a little peer group and we, they're actually my closest friends now, like we hang out in and outside of school. So I'm definitely way more excited to be in the classroom with them now, but they also definitely push me to continue to be better in those areas. Um, we're all studying different things, but because we had an advisor that kept us close and engaged in school throughout the pandemic. Um, we all have pretty set career pathways that we're going to take. And um, I would say the skills to help us do well in those. That's really great. Um, and it definitely seems like, uh, I mean, you're highlighting so many of the things that, that are being named in this report. You've been given the opportunity to get further engaged in not only what you're studying, but I think, a, you know, a narrative that we hear a lot, you know, the ability to be in leadership, the ability to get be engaged with our peers really draws out other experiences and new learnings, those skills that we talk about so much in Skills USA. It really seems like that really came to light for you as a part of being a member in the organization. Yeah, and like I said, there wasn't a lot going on my sophomore year, um, but a lot of our Skills USA stuff, I ended up running for state office that year, and we still had multiple different online leadership trainings, and then from there, it kind of branched off, and we had a couple of, like, outside industry people that led some of those, like, professional development um, trainings for us, and so even throughout the summer, I ended up job shadowing at a local hospital, um, not really medical related, but I was able to do, like, it was a technology intern, so I just helped. Um, I facilitated a couple classes on setting up telehealth portals for students. And so that was definitely an interesting experience. And it just like snowballed and it just kept building on it. And by my senior year, I have a, a lot of unique experiences to tack onto a resume, um, but also kind of uniquely made me who I am now as a student. And so would you attribute that entirely, well, not entirely, but in large part to your participation in Skills USA? I guess when you look at your peer group that aren't part of a CTSO necessarily, what are you seeing as you think about their engagement in the CT class and, and what they've been privy to as, as a student? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely not entirely. I'll say there's some things from my parents and different other people that have built into me, but probably say the biggest difference between um, the peers that I have in a CTSO and then some of our friends that aren't engaged in a CTSO is the work ethic. We didn't necessarily just have the like sign off card of, oh, it's okay as long as you're passing your classes freshman year. Our mm -hmm. advisors still kept us accountable that you're going to be not just workers in an industry, but you're going to be leaders in an industry. And so they made sure that we still did 
above and beyond of what was expected of us. And so that I don't think that my work ethic kind of slacked off, which is what definitely we're seeing some of our other seniors struggle with this year. Mm. Um, so moving forward in my career, uh, definitely figured out how to advocate for myself in that sense and then continue to build in that skill set. That's great. And um, I hear so much in that, that I really appreciate the fact that you've got that agency and the ability to advocate for yourself and really starting to see where you're going. I think that to me is a really powerful outcome as a result of being a SkillsUSA member. And it's it, it lifts me up to hear you talk about that. Certainly folks, when we get to the question and answer part, I'm sure that we can dive a little bit more into uh, all that you offered up, Grace. Um, and so let's then keep on teasing it out. Um, so when we look at, when we look at these outcomes, you know, we named in this that one of the really important parts of this report is that really um, in really important ways, we were able to use uh, this survey and start disentangling and seeing how this data held up when we looked across different identity groups. And that for me was a really important outcome um, through this survey. So the Student Research Foundation collected demographic information. We were also able to tie into, based off of the school and the, the economic um, indicator for that campus, we're able to look at gender, we're able to look at race, ethnicity, we're able to look at socioeconomic status. More importantly, we're able to do some cross-tabulations as well. Now, some of these data uh, are certainly limited by the sample size that we have. And so we don't have accessible every um, certainly cross-tabulation um, that has been collected. Again, you're gonna find more inside of the actual advantage report, but let's look at persistence. What does it look like? Again, this is where we said to you that students are intending to pursue a career in what they've been studying. If I look at girls, if I look at boys, if I look at that cross-tabulation, I look at young Latinas, or I look at young white men and boys, or if I look at Title I campuses, we still see demonstrable improvement, significant advantage by participating in SkillsUSA. 60% versus 33%, 71% versus 36%. And I think certainly, you know, this gives us pause as always. It identifies further gaps that the organization is going to continue to work on and identify how can we start remedying some of those. Um, because that benefit isn't necessarily the same across every demographic group. Again, a conversation as you uh, dive further into the data. But advisors, when we talk about bringing more students into SkillsUSA, when we talk about the diversity of students that are in our communities and bringing them into career and tech ed, we're seeing that the outcomes are there. We know that every student that participates in SkillsUSA is receiving that advantage. And that is something to really tout and share with educational leaders, employers. And I know for a fact that our business partners at the national level are absolutely seeing what they want, what they need to see in this data. So we talked about persistence. Let's focus on excitement. Excitement about school. Grace and what you were sharing in terms of what you talked about, I hear excitement. I hear engagement. I hear you being more connected as a result of doing this, and that's a really great thing. So SkillsUSA members are more excited. When I look at girls, when I look at boys, we're seeing that across cohorts, when a girl is in SkillsUSA versus a girl that is not a part of a CTSO, we see an advantage, we see a bump. Again, we're seeing a little bit of a difference that the bump isn't necessarily as great uh, when we look at girls versus boys. That's something for sure that we're gonna start looking at and diving into more as we move forward from this new baseline. 
suffice it to say, when we disentangle these numbers and we start pulling them out and disaggregate across groups, it isn't just enough that we have this advantage as a whole. It's important, and now we see, when we talk about the stories of Skills USA, that it holds for all student groups that are participating in CTE and all student groups that then join on and participate in Skills USA. So the Skills USA Advantage Report actually ends then with this idea. And it's at the heart of what Skills USA is doing around um, equity and inclusion. If we see this advantage as a being a part of Skills USA, if we see this bump, then it's incumbent upon us. How can we get more students participating in the goodness that you have going on in your classroom as a Skills USA advisor? So part of the solution that Skills USA is offering when we talk about the CTE ecosystem and we talk about education and closing gaps between communities. We see that Skills USA is one of those solutions. And so thus, how can we get more students participating in this? How can we bring more students uh, into the fold? And that's really what this is all about. How can we take this call to action? How can we take this resource and share it out? And so when we provide this resource, to you, you're going to get two. Um, you're going to get two versions, right, Carolina? You're going to get the full report. She's nodding. Yes, you're going to get the full report, which is what I'm holding up for you. You're also going to get a two-page report um, that distills it down in a quicker read, but gives you all the highlights. Number one, we want to share this with you so you know about the wonderful work that you're doing. We know that these outcomes are present because of your leadership in the classroom, that because of your uh, tenacity in, in being an advisor on the local level, we know that these results exist. And so how can we equip you to further share that, further substantiate what you're doing. Every education leader out there is asking, why are we doing what we're doing? And always reassessing whether we continue doing that or not. We want you to have the ammunition, number one, to substantiate why you do what you do. But number two, substantiate why we need more students participating in this, why we need more teachers in the fold as being a SkillsUSA advisor. And we also want to be able to share this with partners on the local level, more parents. If we can convince more parents about why CTE is a fantastic pathway, then more students will be joining us. So we wanna give you that. Um, and so that's what our call to action is. And Grace, actually, I'm going to put you on the spot because I know that you spent some time in Washington where you had the opportunity to talk about this. Why don't you share with us um, the conversations that you had in D.C. and some of the uh, reception that you had as a result of sharing it? Yes, so for SkillsUSA Week, um, us as national officers, we went and shared this. We went to the Department of Education and met with um, Amy Lloyd, the Assistant Secretary to the DOE. And while this is kind of their whole world, right? Education and how do we better provide that to students when we shared this information with them and specifically the statistics about it, they were definitely um, opened to kind of the story behind every skills you say student success and that this is not just like a random thing that this is consistent across the board that all students, regardless of their background, were benefiting from that. Um, and we have seven, students representing um, the nation at large. We all individually shared our stories and um, the advantage that we have had through SkillsUSA and each one of them, she was so surprised, but also not surprised because we gave her that information and it was kind of expectant of what are, the, what are these students' success stories gonna be? And so she was just really excited to then bring that back to some of her um, fellow colleagues and really say that like, 
well, I have this information, but I also have these seven stories that were really cool. Hmm. And then we also individually all met with um, and hoped to meet with our senators, but most of us ended up meeting with some uh, aides to our senators. And I know um, I met with an aide for Senator Maria Cantwell, and he had no idea what CTE or Skills USA really was. Um, and so it was cool to be able to share that information with him. And I'm going to guess he wasn't that far out of school because he had funny things to say about his high school experience. And that, like, if I would have known that, I definitely would have done that. And yeah, that's definitely makes sense why you would want students engaged in that. And so from having absolutely no context to within 15 minutes being able to say, yeah, I would want my student engaged. And that was a, a cool little testimony to see um, pan out right before our eyes. And then that continued some of the conversations throughout it. We're hoping to get either um, Amy Lloyd or one of her representatives to come to nationals. We've been talking to her over the last couple of weeks. And so it's just continuing that conversation. But again, they were expectant of our success stories because they knew that we all were in Skills USA and they had just really seen the numbers of that. And it was a cool opportunity to have them excited about us, but also invested in the future of continuing this benefit. How do we continue to see students year after year still have the same clarity for their careers so that we have better prepared um, employees within our workforce? That's great. That's really cool. That's I, I really enjoyed that story about how you took um, this representative, this aide from a place of not knowing at all about CTE and Skills USA to a place of really engaged and seeing the power through this resource. Um, that must have been extremely gratifying. Yes, it was. And that's a story, you know, y'all, we keep on hearing this. This resource, when we get it in front of folks, when we get it in front of business leaders, we get it in front of other educators, um, they get excited. It isn't just about, a. it ceases to be a one-off story. It ceases to be just about, okay, this is Grace. Grace is great. She's fantastic but this is just one story. It ceases to be that, and it becomes now a national narrative. And it now gets categorized in the same way that we categorize all high impact um, research-based strategies that educators are really looking for. And that's what we wanna offer them up. Because I think what you offered then secondarily to that is, when you combine this new data set with your story, you have a really powerful storyline. You have a really powerful tool. And that's why we wanted to, to offer up today in this way. When you um, receive these materials, what, I want, what we wanna offer up to you is, how can you find the students there within your classroom, within your school or your community that illustrate that embody these advantages. They're more excited. They've had more work experience. They plan to persist. Um, combine that story with these data, offer that up as a cohesive uh, marketing tool, if you will. And now we have that clear and compelling story that will convince folks of the power of, of career and tech ed and of, of Skills USA. And that's ultimately what our call to action is. Take these resources, combine it with your stories that you receive every day and share them. Share them with folks so they know about the power of Skills USA, know about the power of what you're doing in the classroom and lift it up uh, because people are absolutely paying attention and they are absolutely turning on to the power of Skills USA. So with that, I think we've talked certainly enough about the report. How about we do some Q&A? And we can go back and talk about anything in, in particular from the report, um, but Carolina, I'll turn it over to you for the Q&A. Absolutely, everybody. So we are open to any questions to either Grace 
or Ricardo who are on the call with us about how they would see that they will utilize uh, the report, what prompted them to create it and anything that comes up to your mind best to our abilities, we will be able to hopefully address. So we are opening it up. Go ahead and drop in the chat what comes to your mind. If there is not a question, there is a comment, there is a food for thought type of sentence, we are open to reading those as well. Go ahead, Keith. I see your, uh, you got your hand up. Greetings. So I'm trying to get as much information about all of this so that we can get this program reinvigorated in our states. Um, mm -hmm. I'm from Alaska and um, I want, I want to be able to show them after high school data. Do you guys have any graduation or post secondary data that um, is that your availability or is that I know that's difficult in most states, but do you, is there anything that you have that I would be able to share with our legislators? Certainly, Keith, that is a question that is uh, being replicated by most folks, and that's what we want to see. And, and having been part of a school system myself, that was something that we wanted to see. As part of this report, we don't have anything that tracks that any further. Um, that is certainly a deficiency or something that isn't um, connected into this report. That is something, however, that, that SkillsUSA is absolutely focused in on. How can we uh, structure our data systems to start collecting that longitudinal data? I know that we've got some folks from the education department also on the line, so I don't know if they want to speak to that in particular. So it, in brevity's sake, as part of this report, no. As part of an overall um, uh, plan of attack, it is something that we are looking for. How can we collect that data to then offer it back to you? Thank you, Ricardo. And thank you, Keith, for that question. Um, we have another question in the chat here from Harold Casey from Maine. Is there a way to aggregate the data that might be more beneficial for our states? Yeah, Harold, do you want to tell me a little bit more, unpack that for me and, and see if I can help? Okay, for our state, um, we're a lot, unfortunately, I hate to say it, we're a very heavily white state, sure, a Caucasian state, as well as Native American state. So some of the other pieces in regards to um, Latinos or African American stuff don't pertain as much to our state. So mm -hmm when I look at those data and some of the things you showed, you showed us and I have nothing, I have no problem with anything. Um, it's just some of that doesn't pertain to our state. Sure. So in other words, if I'm going to reflect this back to how can we craft this to be a skills USA, um, report just to your data set to your state necessarily. Correct. I don't know. That's a question that I'm going to have to go back to the Student Research Foundation and see. Um, it's going to be entirely dependent upon the number of data that we received um, from each state. So I can I will write it down and certainly I'll I'll ping you after this uh, so that we could talk about that and see what we find. Thank you. Yeah, I you know I I think that's a a valid question and so. Um, the reason we don't necessarily, so the reason why we don't disaggregate the data based off of uh, Native American uh, students is would come be coming down to sample size, not that it would be the inability to make any kind of generalization um, simply because we don't have the cases and the numbers to be able to substantiate that. Thank you, Ricardo. I have a question for our advisors on the call, if, if, uh, if you all don't mind. Um, what was the one piece of data? And there was a ton of data that we shared, right? Ricardo went over it so mm -hmm. comprehensively and added the, the experiential piece with Grace who, who really can speak to the advantage. Um, but if you were to name something that surprised you or something that was like an aha moment for you or something that you know that you're going to close the Zoom webinar and you're like, this is something that I remembered and I think I'm going to share what would that be? 
was there anything that kind of just were, was like an aha moment to you as an advisor when you think about your classroom, when you think about your chapter, when you think about your school district? Well, Carolina, I'll share with you um, here in the district, most of our chapters um, have uh, memberships who is all black and brown students. And so, but uh, most of our sponsors are not of the same ethnicity. So being able to share this data and we're a Title I school, we're a Title I district, really all the schools in there are Title I district. So being able to have this information um, to share out, to show the importance of Skills USA and the CTE programs will be great. In fact, we just had part of our state competition and a couple of the judges after hearing some of the stories from the kids and, and all, they were trying to find ways of how to support them um, to be better at you know what they're doing and so having this type of information will be a great advantage to me to be able to say aha here's you know here's why we feel that skills usa is so important to our scholars thank you so much carlita that is a very valid perspective right especially uh just to give background on uh, this district of columbia that we're we're talking about and what an uh, interesting, interesting perspective. Uh, thank you. I think we have a couple of more things in the chat here as well. Hey, Carolina, while there's while there's dead air, um, I'll jump in here. I so I know I'm not sure about every single state, but I know in Illinois we have uh, Perkins measurements that we have that were all hit on. And I mean, this just takes another layer and dives deeper into that. Um, so I know, like as a school district, we've got to put that out to the public and that on there. You know, if we're being measured for something, that solution is definitely as an administrator, like that's the next thing. What 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 kind of solutions do you have for this? And if this can answer some of those areas and those problematic areas that we have, boom, right here it is. That's spot on. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Thanks for putting the ball on the tee so that we can kind of tee that off because we're not speaking to that specifically here, but I'm going to say it really because you offered it up. Folks, I mean, as we're going through the comprehensive local needs assessment and every LEA and every college and, and two year across the US and, and frankly also the states too, we're seeing the data, we're seeing that we've got gaps and these gaps have been persistent for a long time. What I'm basically and what Skills USA is offering up to you here is there are a lot of solutions out in the research to meet what Perkins asked for, those root causes. If I'm going to get students more connected to career and tech ed and increase persistence, i.e. decrease attrition, we're offering you a solution. This data is telling you that this is a solution that can help get students more engaged. And so absolutely, I would be naming that. It is one of the federally, you know, we're one of the federally recognized CTSOs and it is absolutely something available uh, for funding um, under Perkins 5. So Dallas, spot on. And uh, we are seeing a lot of activity here in the chat. So if you are not able to follow up, I was using the dead air to just read a little bit about those <laughs> wonderful comments, but thank you so much. Uh, is it Dallas Terry or Terry Dallas? Uh, what's the first name, what's the last name? Dallas is my first name and that happens Wonderful. all the time. <laughs> Wonderful. So thank you so much, Dallas. And uh, really, like, I think every time we create a Skills USA video or we are creating a wholesome Skills USA message, we always like to look at Skills USA as a solution, right? I've heard it so many times. Skills USA is a solution. And it's sometimes the trick of it is 
what are we solving? What is the question that we're giving the solution to? So this is really, really important feedback that you've all talked about. But in the chat, I saw a lot of praise and a lot of enthusiasm about what Grace said. Uh, Grace, would you mind just unmuting and, and telling us a little bit more about something that you dropped in the chat that caused such, such enthusiasm? Yeah, I think it was in response to originally when I shared that question that was asked of me. So I'll reshare it with you all. Um, I was asked to really identify and then outline how I wanted to impact the world with the skills and passions that I had, rather than just what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I feel like a lot of it was what's going to be your exact career path and like, what are you going to be versus now I have like, these are stops along the path that I know I want to make and that'll help benefit it. And so it's way less just like linear linear thinking and more like okay so it doesn't have to be exactly a b c and d there's other ways to accomplish it but i know which way i'm going and then ultimately i know why i'm doing it which will probably be more beneficial in the long run um than just knowing how i need to do it because then when it gets hard because i'm sure it will uh, i have that original answer of the impact that i want to have on the world behind me so Wow, I am just so happy that Grace is with us on the call, everybody, because she is just the, lead, the living and breathing example of, of that Skills USA advantage, just the way that she can articulate what that does to her and how effective it is. Um, I think we can all agree. Um, it's, it's just incredible. So um, everybody, I am going to uh, move to uh, move on to our final piece. Feel free to drop in the chat everything. We're we're trying to keep up with all the goodness that you're uh, sharing here. But I am going. If I could ask you, Ricardo, to stop sharing. Thank you. And I will share a QR code to our evaluation. And also, um, I am dropping it in the chat as well. Um, just a second. Uh, just the link, but feel free to uh, scan it because your evaluation will um, give you access to all of our resources, the ones that Ricardo mentioned. I am going to be sending an email to everybody that fills it out uh, tomorrow. And also uh, we are going to put you in a raffle because I have some super exciting things to share with you. Three of us are going to walk out with things that they didn't have before. So um, let's take about five minutes. Let me know, does everybody have uh, access to the evaluation? Show me a thumbs up. Uh, if it's all good, great. Thank you so much, uh, Karen. It is really interesting, right? It's like the best thing that you can talk about when you think about skills you would say, how, how is the difference really being made in the lives of our students and also our advisors because they are the ones really boots on the ground connecting us to this change. I cannot be more grateful for the crowd that gathered here today, the teachers, the administrators that really care about SkillsUSA mission. So let's take about, I would say three minutes to complete the evaluation is very short. And then I will take the names from it and I'll throw it in this wheel of fortune and we'll see who's walking out with extra stuff today. I'm going to stop sharing. Kim, uh, would you, Kim Miller, would you uh, mind elaborating uh, to present it better? Do you mean, is there maybe the PD, uh, maybe the slides will be helpful for that, that we're going to follow up with? So let's take I see only a couple of responses. Do we have I don't know what's going on. Okay. All right, let's take I'm okay. Let's take two more minutes. Mhm. Mm if you need me to drop it in the chat again, I can. <laughs> 
So Kim, your question is specifically around getting students engaged in this. No worries, we have time, Jess. Um, I said we have one more minute to fill it out. And yes, I think um, Kim uh, answered in the chat box mm -hmm. that the slide deck was something that she was hoping for. So very, very helpful. Yeah. And while everybody's filling out the evaluation, I went ahead and put up the contact information. If you have more, uh, if you have any other requests or have any questions about the report itself, need help substantiating it to anybody, um, by all means, there's our contact information and uh, Shelly or myself will be glad to uh, support you on that. I'll go ahead and pull down the screen now for you. Yeah, we're just giving each other because I see those evaluations are pouring in. Um, we got about 43 completed and we have 70 uh, over 70 folks on the call, some of them national staff. So I guess they're not completing. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> we're just waiting for our advisors. We don't want to rush you all, but we also do want to be mindful of your time um, and we want to give away the fun stuff. So. In the meantime, I'm going to show us we're still, um, we are still waiting for some of, I see some are being completed. Uh, I will tell you, what is it that we're going to be uh, trying to win in our raffle? So the third prize is the wonderful Red Skills USA hoodie. Um, can we all see it on the screen? Yes. The second prize, we have the laptop backpack, of course, Skills USA logo. And the main prize is somebody's going shopping to Lowe's for $50 for some spring uh, renovation things, or maybe to your garden, whatnot. You can go, <laughs> go crazy. Uh, so those are our three prizes. And uh, all right, let me see who has completed. Let's close our... Uh, evaluation time all right they weren't expecting Lowe's gift cards I know now they're filling out so quickly <laughs> <laughs> okay so I am going to share again one more one more click if there's anybody who completed late three two one last click okay i am going to share my screen and let's see can you all see the the wheel wonderful all right we have our entries and i am clicking to spin we'll see who wins the hoodie it is Lisa, Lisa, no last name. Lisa, can you unmute and say hello? Hi. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. Is it is Lisa last name? Means. Lisa Means. All right, Lisa, I'll be in touch with you for your size and your shipping. Uh, well, shipping. Thank you. Thank Alrighty. you. Um, okay, are we ready for our backpack winner? So Lisa is getting the red hoodie. Oh. And the backpack goes to Michael Bits. Michael, are you here? Michael, are you here? Michael Bits. I, I would say if you're not here. Michael's here. He, uh, Mike isn't working. They texted in the oh, chat box. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Good, Michael. <laughs> I was about to take that backpack away from you. Sorry, but you're here. Must be present you're to win. You're getting the backpack. You're getting the backpack. All right. So are we ready for the um, Lowe's gift card? 
I want to hear spin that wheel, Carolina. Spin that wheel. Let's do it. All right. And the Lowe's gift card. Brian. Brian, are you here with us? Hello, Brian. Yes. Yes, the he message is. In the Wonderful. Chat. Well, Brian, have a great time shopping in Lowe's. Um, I will uh, reach out to you all with your information so we can get you your uh, giveaways uh, shift. And everybody, thank you so much. Uh, Ricardo, I'll turn it over to you for some closing remarks, and we're going to close the meeting and have a great afternoon. No, I want to thank everybody for showing up today and learning about the Skills USA Advantage. Please um, utilize those resources. Let us know what else you need. We're here to help you advocate for your program and spread the word to Skills USA. And uh, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Appreciate your time. And Grace, everybody, let's uh, give some snaps and some claps and uh, some emoji reactions to Grace for being here and, and presenting. Thank you so much, Ricardo. And Grace, it's always a pleasure having you. Uh, to each and every Skills USA advisors, you all are rock stars. Thank you for such a great turn up. And I hope that you all have a great afternoon and then that the resources and the, all the information is going to be super useful for you. Skills USA.